Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this uh, wonderful Tuesday morning. Hope everybody's had a good night's rest. I apologize for the lack of devotions yesterday. I uh, didn't get into super late uh, Monday evening and uh, or yeah, see, yeah, today's Wednesday, yeah, Monday evening. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I just uh, four o'clock just uh, couldn't do it. I was uh, just too tired, so I apologize for that. I hope you understand, but. Uh, be honest with you, it's kind of a challenge each morning to get up at 4 a.m. It uh, it's not something I look forward to. I, I, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I uh, uh, I, mean, I look forward to reading my Bible and spending time in prayer. I like that, but uh, but I have to get up so early to do my personal devotions, uh, then get prepared for uh, these live devotions, and then uh, head up to the office. And so it's uh, I, I stay kind of tired a lot. <laughs> so the older I get, no used to, I could stay up all night, sleep an hour, go all day. I ain't do that anymore. I tell you, if I ain't bed by nine o'clock, it's it's tough. And then, you know, of course, like I said, my daughter, she works late and uh, I can't sleep till she gets home. So it just uh, wears me out. It really does. But anyway, uh, good morning, Mike Hensley and Ginger Hood and uh, Christy Lee Ellis and so many others that are watching. I appreciate y'all tuning in and joining us this morning. Well, if you have the ability and... Uh, Let's stand and let's do our Pledge of Allegiance, if we may. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Praise the Lord for that pledge we get to say each morning. Good morning, Darlene Barker. I uh, uh, tell you, our, <laughs> it just amazes me. How chaotic our world is. It really it just blows my mind. According to Biden, Facebook is killing people. <laughs> so if you have a differing opinion than what his uh, handlers uh, uh, say, then uh, apparently it's uh, uh, killing us. And it just, uh, I tell you guys, I'm so sick of hearing the word COVID. I can't see straight. But I don't know how many of y'all saw Rand Paul and Fauci going at it yesterday. But uh, Rand Paul, I don't, I'm not a fan of Rand Paul. If, uh, he's I just uh, I don't get into reasons why I don't like him, but here they but he um, but he did uh, get old Fauci good, and uh, they um, going back and forth more or less. He's calling Fauci out for lying and working with the Wuhan lab and NIH, his organization, funding hundreds of thousands of dollars into it, and uh, you know there's a lot of like millions of lives that were cost, and uh, it is just. Uh, I don't know. I'm just tired of dealing with. They're already talking about uh, if you had the Johnson Johnson vaccine, that you want to get a booster. And uh, I tell you, yesterday I had to go to the uh, nursing home to, for a visitation. And I tell you what, I feel like I was in Nazi Germany trying to cross the border. I had to show my card where I had the vaccine. I had to, I had to go on a computer to uh, put in all this information uh, about myself, take my temperature. She had to make copies of the card. I mean, it was just unbelievable. I mean, it was like, I mean, it's just like, this is insane what our world has become. It's still trying to make people wear a mask even if you've had the shot. I said, by the way, I went in there, the woman asked if they didn't make you wear a mask. I said, yeah, I like to make them try. I said, I'm done with this stupid old mess. I'm just done with it. Oh, Tracy Little. But uh, they, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, the thing of it is, guys, it's just, we're living in the last days. It's just all it boils down to. I mean, it's really all it boils down to. They, they hear that crimes at all-time high. People getting shot left and right. They wanted to fund police, but yet they want to have their own private security force. I mean, it's just, 
it is uh it's, it's nuts guys it's just nuts but praise god that uh you know we know where the victory is at so and know that uh we when we leave this world <laughs> we could spend an eternity we have to deal with all this garbage ever again let's look at our verse this morning in micah 7 7. it says as for me i look to the lord for our help I want confidently for God to save me, and my God will certainly hear me. So praise the Lord for uh, that verse this morning. And Micah, when you look at uh, the book of Micah, it's not one of those books that are used a whole lot, so uh, it's kind of sometimes it's hard to find. So if you go past Jonah, uh, you'll find run into the book of Micah. But we look at there at 7 7, but as for me, I will look to the Lord, I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. You know, uh, good morning, Mrs. Mousy. And uh, Miss Mousy, she is uh, a wonderful lady. I got to spend a little time with her yesterday talking to her. But, you know, it is, uh, you know, you look at uh, how Jesus talked to the disciples, talked to those that followed him, and uh, tried to explain to them that the victory was theirs, that uh, they, you know, they just believe and trust in that, that, that they would be, uh, have that confidence to overcome. And, you know, we look at our own lives. We understand that what Christ done on the on the cross. We understand the victory is ours. We can read the end of the book and know uh, what's going to happen. Uh, it's not some fantasy, some fairy tale. We know wholeheartedly uh, that uh, for those who have placed their uh, faith and salvation in Jesus Christ, we'll, we'll spend all of eternity. And for those who don't, where they're going to spend theirs. And uh, but yet, I think a lot of people lack uh, that confidence. To understand where their faith is placed and that, that victory is truly theirs. I think sometimes they feel that when it comes to Satan, they are outmatched, outmanned, outsmarted uh, in every way. And yes, the, the devil is scheming and conniving. And, uh, you know, he's not like God. He's not everywhere uh, at every second. You know, God is omniscient. He's omnipresent. You know, Satan is not. And I think people forget that. And uh, yes, he sends out his demons to, uh, to do his bidding. And, uh, but, you know, we have to understand that Satan's power is limited. And, you know, just like with Job, God only gave Satan a, a certain amount of power to do what he wanted to do. But he still only can only run within the boundaries that God has set in place. And we need to keep that in mind and realize that Satan can only do so much. Now, understanding that, we realize that Satan can do a lot of damage with that little bit of little bit of space that he's allowed to roam in and uh, it could be uh it can be frustrating it can be trying and i tell you what as a pastor it's it's uh, uh i've been facing a lot of uh, uh trials here lately uh, like I, i've never faced before it is uh it's been really frustrating i told old dad yesterday i said i loved it when i was a kid growing up dad exposed me to the tv series uh, then king bronson i don't know how many people know what I'm talking about or watch that, but for those who don't know, he was um, a uh, journalist, worked for a newspaper, and a buddy of his left him a motorcycle, a little sportster, and uh, he decided to just get on it and just leave everything behind. And he would just do odd jobs and he'd just roam across the country on that sportster. And of course, it, he, you know, each episode had adventures of people he'd meet and run across and he'd try to help. But in reality, uh, Michael Parks, who played that role, they said pretty much done that in real life. And he just one day, that's why the series ended, one day he just got on his bike and just left and did that. And sometimes, I'll be honest with you, it's, it's appealing to think, man, I'd like to just go 
and just leave. Just go and just, you know, do some odd jobs. Just leave it all behind. It'd be so, so nice, you know. But uh, it doesn't work that way. We can't run. We're in a fight. We're in a battle. And uh, there's no running from it. There's nowhere on this earth. There's no getting away from it. The devil's always going to be there attacking and using people to get to you. And it's frustrating. You know, Joshua, you know, he uh, uh, put on here, he said, Joshua challenged Israel with uh, his contrasting choices. Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And when we look at this passage here, we see that Micah, he's also with great sadness trying to challenge Israel uh, in kind of in the same type of way. But he's trying to, uh, he's trying to be prophetic. Uh, and he's trying to explain to them, listen, uh, you know, you can choose to be followers of God. You can be choosing this or you're going to face the consequences of your actions and your sins. You know, we can even go back and look at Caleb and how he trusted in God. And how his men said, "We, you will be victorious. You can, you know, as you're going into the promised land, you can defeat these these giants. You can defeat uh, these people of, of of wealth or power, or whatever." But then you had the the others who said, "No, we can't. They're too strong. They're too big." And of course, you know, ground opened up, swallowed him up. Caleb was spared, and Caleb was rewarded because of his faith and trust in God. We have that choice today, my friends. You've got to choose. Decide: Are you going to choose Lord? God Almighty, or, or are you going to choose what feels good, what appeals to your your sensibilities, what appears to your heart, what appeals to your physicalities, what appears to, you know, appeals to, uh, you know, whatever. You know, there's a lot of things in this world that may seem, they seem right unto man, but is, is not glorifying unto God. And we've got to be very careful about that. Now, who do you choose? Do you choose to serve the Lord, or do you choose to serve the flesh? I mean, that's what it kind of boils down to, more or less, at the heart of what we're getting at. You know, we can feel defeated. We can feel like that uh, there's no overcoming situations or problems and areas in our lives. And uh, trust me, I know what that's like. I know exactly what that's like and how that feels to feel like that you just can't win. And so, you know, we can't just put our heads in the sand. We can't just give up. We have to pick up the sword and we have to continue the fight. It gets, it gets weary. It gets tiring. And you just, you know... Uh, just like when I was uh, in the Boy Scouts, we uh, we were hiking, and we walked, hiked, I don't know how many miles. He said, you can sit and rest, but, he said, don't take off your backpack. You know, and you're like, why could not take off our backpack? It's heavy, it's, it's burdensome, you know, we want, we want to stretch our backs and legs a little bit, because he said, if you take that off, when you go to put it back on, it's going to feel twice as heavy. So he said, keep them on, and then that way when you get up, you know, you, it'll be easier on you. And you're thinking, you know, you, if you don't think that, that would be the case. But it's, it's true what he's saying. Sometimes we just feel like, man, you know, let's just give up and just rest for a little while. But you uh, start to rest, and guess what? It's going to be harder when you get back and get back at it again. And, you know, the devil don't play fair. You know, he walks me out like a roaring lion. He's got he, every one of you who's watching this morning. And he, God, the devil knows your weakness. You know what your weakness is. It might be considered minor to some. It may be considered major to you. I mean, it, it is, you know, we all have different things we have to fight and battle, myself included. And the devil knows how to use those situations, circumstances when you're alone or when you're with people maybe you shouldn't be hanging around with or whatever it may be to use that to get into your head. And that's when you start wanting to justify those sins. And then it's when you start having that choice. Do I choose to serve the Lord or I choose to serve the flesh? 
You know, it always goes back to what I've said before when people you know, with good intentions say, what does your heart tell you? And I, you know, and it just uh, amazes me, those who believe that lie, because the heart is deceitful, desperately wicked. Who can know it? To trust your heart is going to lead you astray. Well, if you were surrounded by good Christian friends, they say, what is God telling you to do, you know? And because we we may not, we know deep down what the, the answer is a lot of times, but we can justify sins and circumstances by saying, well, my heart has led me. You see what I'm saying? Because then we say, you know, when you know you're dating someone who's not married, I mean, not married, obviously you want to date somebody not married, but dating someone, I'm sorry, who is not a Christian, and you want to justify that, and you say, well, the heart, what's what the heart wants? That's just baloney, you know. Uh, you know you're doing something that's not you know, glorifying to God. And uh, so likewise, you know, I've, made, I've messed up when it comes to when I said uh, dating someone not married. Uh, but, you know, there are those out there who are dating married people, which I don't understand that. But, you know, like old Dr. Phil says, if they will cheat with you, they will cheat on you, you know. so. But, um, you know, there's a lot of areas in our lives, with drinking, alcohol, pornography, whatever it may be that people have to fight each and every day. And the devil makes it appealing. And he says, hey, it's okay. This one time ain't gonna hurt nothing. Hey, nobody's around, who's gonna know? You know, that's how the devil works. Oh, it's not that bad. Gosh, you know, it's not like you killed somebody. Well, yeah, you know, it could be a lot worse things I could be doing. You know, that's how the devil infiltrates. That's how he gets into the mind. That's how he justifies. Choose you this day who you will serve. Will you serve the, uh, the God of the Bible? The Jesus Christ who you've committed your heart and life to, or are you going to serve the flesh? That's what uh, Micah's trying to get at here. He's trying to explain to them, you've got a choice. And what, where, where your choice is is going to determine where you're going to be at. And that's, that's the whole thing with the world right now. They have been given a choice. And there are those who are, who are choose wisely. You know, kind of goes back to Indiana Jones when he uh, he's trying to find the chalice and uh, and uh, the cup of Christ that they were trying to find. And and uh, uh, the guy he said, "Oh, that looks like the uh, something from the King of Kings." And had this is all uh, this uh, wildly ornament, uh, and and he picks it up and drinks. And the man, of course, he he just turns to dust and he said you chose unwisely <laughs> you know and then Indiana Jones he picks up the 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 plain bear chalice and, and drinks from it he says you chose wisely well my friends you want to have to choose wisely and those in the world that deny Jesus Christ those in the world who want to poke fun at salvation those who want to poke fun at the Bible and poke fun and mock the God of the Bible which God will not be mocked they're going to spend an eternity in hell their choice has been uh, in the wrong direction. We have a choice to, to serve Jesus or to serve the world, to serve man, to serve the heart, or to serve God Almighty. Choose you this day whom you will serve. So my friends, don't realize you're not in this battle alone. Why do you think I do these devotions every day? And why do you think I share so much of my own life? Because I want you to understand you are not alone in your battles and your fights. And we're in this together. And as if we can come together as warriors in Christ, well, imagine the, what a mighty difference we can make in this world. Let us pray. If our Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Help us, Lord, to pick up the sword, to continue the fight, to not give up. And Lord, realize that the victory is ours, to not feel defeated, but to feel victorious. And Lord, for watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose to the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you'll be with Mousie's mom and that you will comfort her and be with her and guide her, be with Mousie and her family, give them comfort and peace. 
Uh, Lord, I do pray that you be with Rick Timms, and I pray that you be with Stanton Trailer. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with this little two-year-old girl that uh, has had to face surgery that uh, that went well. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood and Troy and Linda David Feathers. I pray that you be with Larry and Donna Knight. Lord, I pray that you be with Ron Thompson and Lord, so many that uh, offer up prayer requests and concerns on a daily basis. And Lord, I do pray that you be with each and every person watching this morning. That you lead God, watch over, protect them, keep them safe. And Lord, just uh, let us glorify you in thought, word, and deed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My friends, appreciate you all tuning in and watching this morning. Don't forget to tune back in tonight at 7 o'clock as we continue our study in Deuteronomy. It's been making for a great study, a lot of insights that hopefully you may hadn't noticed before that will help you with your daily walk. So I uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.